Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, guys? Hope you're having an awesome day so far. So today, we got an episode all about three of the most common things that I see that hold people back, and they, they feel like they're really putting in enough work in the gym. They're going you know, five, six, seven days a week. Their workouts are fairly long. They're doing things outside of the gym. They're, they're focusing on eating healthy. And they're really just not seeing all this hard work reflect in the mirror. And it, it, it's hard because it has nothing to do with like them not putting in enough effort. There's just a few things that they could do differently or do a little bit better to really start seeing the progress that they're expecting. So if you're somebody that you feel like you're in that situation, like you probably know if you just haven't been consistent enough, like you can be real with yourself. Yeah, I just haven't been doing this long enough or I haven't been consistent enough. I could be a little bit better at it. I could try a little harder. But if you're someone that has genuinely put a lot of effort into this and you're just not seeing the results that you would expect, And you have to take into consideration, we all probably want quicker progress than we're making. So you have to be real with yourself about that as well. But if you know, like, okay, I've really been putting in the work. I, of course, like I I want quick progress. Everyone does, but I'm really just not seeing the progress that I would expect at all. Then this episode is definitely for you because there, there are three quite common things that can lead to this. So with that, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode all about three of the most common reasons um, that you you feel like you're putting in the work, but you're really just not seeing those results reflect in the mirror. If you're someone who feels like you're doing all of the right things, you're putting in plenty of work in the gym, you're being consistent, you're working hard, but the results really just aren't reflecting in the mirror, There are a few very common mistakes that I see people make that leads to this. And the crappy part is this has nothing to do with just not trying hard enough or just not putting in the work because we all know some people that they just need to be a little bit more consistent. They just need to try a little bit harder. And this has nothing to do with that. There are plenty of people out there who are putting in enough effort, sometimes too much effort. And they're really just not seeing the results that they should be seeing from the effort that they're putting in. So jumping into the very first mistake that is a very common one is under eating carbohydrates, which means you're under fueling your workouts. Carbs play, they not only play a huge piece in building muscle, which can help in long-term fat loss because the more muscle that you have, the higher your metabolic rate is, which makes fat loss easier in the future. It also gives you that shape and definition that you're probably going for. I don't know many people that just want to be necessarily skinnier without much muscle, at least people that would be listening to this podcast. So not only that, not only do you want muscle for those reasons, but most of your training performance from about 15 seconds to about 60 seconds of intense activity like lifting weights is fueled by carbohydrates. So if you're under eating carbs, you likely won't be performing as well as you could if you had a higher carb intake, which could really slow progress in the in the grand scheme of things. Is like one workout with a lower carb intake going to be a big deal? No, but if you're constantly under eating carbs, constantly under fueling your training performance, and constantly underperforming within your workouts, that's absolutely going to have an effect on your overall progress. So that is a huge huge mistake that I see is just under eating carbs. And a lot of people say, well, it's, 
you know, it's all about calorie intake and total protein intake. And there's there's some truth to that. Like that is what matters. You know, calorie intake is what matters most. Protein comes in second. Um, but a lot of people really underestimate the importance of carbohydrates, especially around your workouts. A good rule of thumb is to have a good chunk of your carb intake before and after your workouts. A lot of people overlook at overlook the peri workout nutrition window, which is basically your nutrition before, during, and after your workouts. So before your workouts, it's a good idea to have a little higher carb intake because that's what's going to be fueling your training performance. Um, if you have longer training sessions, like longer than 90 minutes or so, it might be a good idea to have an intra-workout um, carb in there with maybe some EAAs or some whey protein, probably not like chocolate fav- flavored mixed in um, with like a like a strawberry lemonade um, carb mixture or something like that. That might not be the best, uh, most tasty option, but something like a clear whey isolate, something very quick digesting in your workouts along with some carbs to just help with, you know, keeping maintaining your performance throughout the session as well as um, kind of boost muscle protein synthesis, which is essentially fancy words for building muscle. Because when you're in the gym, you're going through muscle protein breakdown, which is not necessarily what we want, but it's something that we have to go through in order to build muscle. So having some protein and some carbs in the middle of your workout helps kind of combat that and start the recovery process a little bit sooner. And then a higher carb intake after your training sessions helps with refilling your glycogen stores, which you can just think about those as carbs essentially stored in your muscles and liver, which helps your training performance in the future. Carbs are just stored in there as something called glycogen, and that's kind of your fuel for training sessions in the future, as well as it can help in in increasing insulin, which decreases cortisol, and cortisol is kind of like your stress hormone, which is high um, from training afterwards, and we want to decrease stress because it's it's a catabolic hormone, which means it breaks tissue down, and insulin, um, it's kind of like a seesaw effect. If insulin is high, cortisol is low. And so if we eat a higher carb intake or a higher carb meal after our training sessions, that spikes our insulin, which decreases our cortisol. So there's a quite a few reasons that it would be beneficial to have higher carbs around your workout. So that's the very, very first mistake is just under eating carbs in general, especially before and after your training sessions, maybe um, in the middle of your training sessions if you have some longer training sessions. So with that out of the way, mistake number one out of the way, we got mistake number two, which is focusing really on quantity over quality when it comes to, to exercise. And we know at this point that more is not always better. And a lot of times doing more is actually worse, which is why I really believe most people are better off focusing on three to four really quality workouts a week rather than five plus for a few reasons. The first reason is most people can be just a lot more consistent with three to four days a week in the gym. And consistency is really the foundation of making progress. You're not going to make progress without being consistent. So if you can be consistent with three to four days a week compared to five, six, seven, you're going to see better progress from that. The second reason is you don't actually make progress in the gym. You make progress when you're recovering and you're adapting after the gym. This is when we're eating, resting, sleeping 
afterwards. Because when we're in the gym, we're breaking muscle tissue down. We're actually, in a way, losing progress in the gym. It's not until we recover and adapt from that that we actually really make progress. So for those two reasons, training, and of course it does come down to how hard you're training, how frequently you're training, but for most people, unless you were an advanced lifter who genuinely needs five plus sessions to squeeze in enough overall volume, which is pretty dang rare, stick with putting all of your effort and intentions into three to four very quality workouts a week. And I can almost guarantee you're going to see better results with that than trying to do five, six, seven workouts in a week. So that is mistake number two, just focusing on quantity over quality. Now, mistake number three is focusing on burning calories in the gym. First of all, if you're using your watch to track how many calories you burn, it's most likely very inaccurate. They've studied this. Um, They did a study a few years back that studied the most popular fitness tracker. So this is like your Fitbit, Apple Watch, etc., And they found that the most accurate one, which I believe was a Fitbit, was off by an average of 28%. And the least accurate was off by an average of 93%. And if you do the math, if you kind of extrapolate that out into a full day, if if your watch says you burned 2,000 calories over the course of the entire day, it could be off on average by 540 to 1860 calories again that's average it could be a little bit more accurate than that it could be a little bit less accurate than that but the the point is it's not going to be an accurate number what you're seeing on your watch and second the more that you're training to burn calories the more that you're in the gym really just focusing on all right i gotta burn a lot of calories the less likely you are to build or at least retain muscle And even if your only goal is fat loss, you want to at least retain muscle, if not build some muscle in the gym. Like I said earlier, this is what keeps your metabolism in a healthy spot because the more muscle that you have, the higher your basal metabolic rate is, which is your essentially how many calories your body just naturally burns, essentially keeping you alive. So the more muscle you have, really the more weight you have in general, the higher your BMR is going to be, but muscle is more metabolically expensive than body fat, which means it just burns more calories um, to have on your body compared to fat. So for that reason, keeping your metabolism healthy, making fat loss easier in the future, we do want to at least retain the muscle you have. And like I said earlier, it gives you, you know, having some muscle mass gives you the shape and the definition that you're probably going for. Um, so instead of really just trying to burn as many calories as possible in the gym, just aim to get stronger over time. Essentially, you know, focus on progressive overload, increasing the amount of load that you're using, uh, increasing the amount of reps that you're doing, increasing sets over time. Although you do have to be a little bit careful with increasing sets because you can't just progress those linearly like you can try to with um, weight or reps because pretty soon you're going to be having three hour long workouts. So you got to be careful with that. Um, But really just focusing on either increasing the weight in the gym or increasing reps from week to week to send your body the stimulus that, okay, things are getting more challenging. We need to adapt and your body adapts from a, a progressive stimulus like that by building muscle or at least 
retaining it. If you're progressing like that, you're going to be building muscle. And I promise you're not going to get super jacked overnight from trying to get stronger in the gym. If anything, it's just going to give you a little bit of that shape and definition that you're going for. I've been trying to get jacked from that for years and years and years, and I'm still still not as jacked as I, I want to be, and I, I don't think I'll ever be uh, as jacked as I want to be. But anyways, um, that's really a rundown on the three mistakes. So first and foremost, a little, little recap here. You're under eating carbs, that's what's fueling your training performance. So if you're under eating carbs, you're going to be under fueling your workouts, and you're going to be underperforming, and performance is really what drives uh, progress. Mistake number two, focusing on quantity over quality exercise. More is not always better. Like I said earlier, sometimes it's actually worse. And mistake number three, you're focusing on burning calories in the gym. You are not going to accurately gauge how many calories you're burning in the gym. And the more that you're training to burn calories in the gym, the less likely you are to build or at least retain muscle, which keeps your metabolism in a healthy spot and gives you some of that shape and definition that you're going for. So it's a little recap there, guys. That's everything I got for you today. A little quicker episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And if you did, as always, I would really appreciate it if you take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, tag me at Howell underscore fit, leave the podcast a rating and review, and I will catch you guys next week. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you did, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Howell underscore fit, and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions about coaching or need advice on anything training or nutrition related, shoot me an email at the email linked in the description, and I will talk to you guys soon.